Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. We are back for another Q&A episode. And in this episode, what I'm going to do is group together many of the questions that you all have asked me via email on similar topics. And the topics that we're going to be tackling today are food rewards, like using food as a reward for something, cheat meals, and earned indulgences, like I've been so good, so I earned it. And I've been getting a lot of questions on these topics, like when, if ever, is it okay to use food as a reward? Or do I ever earn an indulgence because of good dietary behavior or consistency or results or progress? And I'm going to keep it short because this doesn't need to be long. I feel like there are a lot of people out there in the space of nutrition or fitness or mindset or whatever, and they kind of belabor a point and add complexity as if the only good answer is a long answer. And I am a minimalist. I don't believe that. In fact, I think most of us can benefit far more from brevity than from complexity. And if it can be said in fewer words, I think it should, because otherwise, I think if we draw things out, we tend to overthink them instead of just getting the point, taking the point, and then putting it into action. The reality with these issues of food rewards, cheat meals, earned indulgences, is that they can either be buffers or triggers. They can either improve your journey and improve your consistency, Or they can be kind of a landmine. When you go down this path, everything blows up. They can be used for moderation and staying focused and consistent. Or they can be a serious form of self-sabotage. And the first and most important thing here when we talk about earned indulgences and cheat meals and food rewards is we have to know what they are for us, for you. You have to know what these things are for you. Are they a buffer or are they a trigger? Are they helpful or are they harmful? And I have to know that for me. We all have to figure that out for ourselves. If you say, I'm making great progress and I want to have a cookie as a reward, does that work for you? Is that effective? And there are a few things that really kind of allow us to see it's not a one and done, is this working, is it not? There are a few components to that. So number one is, can you have one cookie, and then get back to your healthier version of normal, your way of eating for progress? Or does one cookie become a slippery slope? Is it happening 
too frequently for you to make progress? Are you using these earned indulgences or this, oh, it's just this one or, oh, it's just a cheat day? Are you using that too frequently to get the results that you want? And you have to really get honest here about your answers. If this is working for you, food rewards, cheat meals, earning an indulgence, great. And I'll tell you, for a while, they worked for me. For probably about the first 50 pounds of my weight loss, I had a cheat meal once per week. And that worked for a while until it stopped working. And I didn't want to give it up. I didn't want to admit that it wasn't working. But it wasn't working. I mean, it really wasn't working. It became a slippery slope. It became harder for me to get back on track. And I started to feel kind of down about myself when I did it, right? And keep in mind that the term or the phrase working for you, assessing whether or not it is an effective strategy for you, isn't just about whether or not you like the approach. Because I liked the approach of cheat meals. I enjoyed it and I looked forward to it. But enjoying it didn't mean that it was working for me. It means, working for you means, that you are, number one, getting the results that you want physically. You are seeing the physical transformation that you want while continuing to employ the earned indulgence or the cheat meal or the food reward you're still seeing results. Now here's the second part that a lot of people gloss over. The second way that you know it's working for you is that you feel good about it emotionally. You feel in control. And most people don't. Most people do not feel good about those cheat meals, the earned indulgences, and the food rewards. And even if they feel good about it, they don't feel in control of it. And I certainly had a hard time moderating this. And I I hear this all the time in emails that people feel kind of food obsessed, always thinking about indulgences or always regretting indulgences once they've made them. Once they start indulging, whether it's a cookie or wine or ice cream or pretzels, whatever, that they have a hard time stopping. Anything that sounds like that I think about it all the time. Once I start, I can't stop. Anything that sounds like that is a sign that it is not working for you. And just because I want to kind (laughs) of assuage any nervousness or fear or resentment here, just because it isn't working for you right now doesn't mean it won't never work, right? That it won't, it always won't work. Because right now, If having one cookie leads to thinking, I blew the day, and now I'm having seven cookies, and then ice cream, and then, and then, and then, it doesn't mean that you won't ever be able to have just one cookie and stop easily while feeling in control and satisfied. But I understand the fear that, like, you'll never be able to practice moderation, because I certainly had that. I thought that way. I would see people not finish their dessert and be like, what? Are you sick? Are you allergic? Is it bad? Like, what What the heck? It seemed like a superhuman feat that I would never, <laughs> never live. Never mind. I couldn't even understand it. Never mind actually practice that. I mean, I would look at them as if they had like some huper, some, some uh, superpower or like they, they were sick or something. <laughs> like it, I just didn't 
understand. I mean, guys, you gotta you gotta remember, I have been known very regularly to throw food out the window of my moving car because I didn't feel in control of stopping. So just because you feel like right now you are not at a place where you are practiced at moderation does not mean that you never will be. Thinking that you won't ever get there is actually a little crazy because, first of all, it's an instruction. If you say you'll never be that person, you'll never be able to do that, then you're right. If you say that you have no control, then you have no control because we cannot possibly live beyond our own expectations. So if you expect that the only possible behavior for you is lack of control and lack of moderation, then you are right. That becomes the only possibility that you will entertain in your mind. But you don't have to settle for that. It doesn't work that way in any other area of life, right? You go into a job and on day one, there's a lot you don't know how to do, but you don't look at those tasks and think, I can't do this job. I'll never be able to do those things. You just think, I better learn. Somebody better teach me, right? Same thing if you have a child and they cannot at this point read a complex chapter book. You don't say, well, you better get good with the pictures then, son. No, you know that it's just that they haven't developed a skill yet. They need more practice and in time they will get to that point. And the same thing is true with moderation. The same thing is true with moderation. And this is not a theory that I have. I mean, I have eaten my way through grocery stores. I have looked at people who practice moderation and think they just must not like food or uh, they must have some gene that I don't have. And it's simply not true. It's not that way. Now, as far as for those of you who feel like you can't currently moderate food rewards or cheat meals or earned indulgences, I'm not implying that you can never indulge. I'm not implying that at all. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't enjoy your favorite things. But I also don't know that you should continue to see it as a reward, as a reward especially for making healthy choices, because that makes about as much sense as um, an alcoholic celebrating 30 days of sobriety, or in the case of food, it's more like four days of sobriety, right? Like, I've eaten really clean for four days, I deserve a cookie. It makes as much sense as somebody who is an alcoholic staying off alcohol for a few days and celebrating with a few shots of tequila. It doesn't make sense. Now, I know you might be thinking, well, that's a little different because I'm not, like, addicted to food. Uh, You might be, but even still, even still, would you reward your child's good grades by suggesting that they skip a test or they take a week off of school? No, because it undermines the very achievement that you are celebrating. When we treat ourselves with alcohol or sweets or fast food or pizza, because we've been so consistent with our healthy choices, we are undermining the very behavior that we are so proud of. It, it doesn't really make sense. And we get in this habit of operating out of instinct instead of logic. We use that argument, oh, I deserve a treat, because it's effective. And we never stop to question, does this even really make sense?
We use it because it's effective, talking ourselves into whatever we want to say yes to. But when you say yes to that one thing, when you say yes to the cookie, when you say yes to the wine, when you say yes to the pizza, what are you saying no to? You're saying no to the very feeling you are pursuing, the very goals you are pursuing. When you say yes to that indulgence, you are saying no to the very thing you're trying to celebrate, right? More of that feeling of pride that got you here in the first place, more of that feeling of consistency. When you say yes to that indulgence, you are saying no to what you are working so hard for. When you use the argument that you've earned it or you deserve it, step back and ask yourself, does that make sense? Does it make sense? Usually, usually not. It usually doesn't. We just default to that response and then we have a hard time stopping. So I want to summarize. First of all, you need to know if food rewards or earned indulgences or cheat meals are working for you. Are you getting the results that you want? Number one. Number two, are you able to do it without guilt? without negative emotion and without beating yourself up. Number three, are you able to stay in control of your choices or does it become a slippery slope? Do you feel like you are in control of knowing when enough is enough, right? And then when you're questioning whether or not you deserve it, whether or not you earned it, whether or not you should indulge, Know if the argument you are making in favor of indulging is even true. Does it make sense to say that you earned it? Even if it's working, even if you're seeing results, if it's a slippery slope to talk yourself into the fact that you've earned a cookie, how do you earn a cookie? Like how does good nutrition justify bad nutrition? How does fat loss progress justify doing something that is going to stop or slow your progress. Ask yourself, does it make sense? You might need a little bit of a break from the indulging, from the ongoing debate of should I or shouldn't I? Did I earn it? Did I not? Is it working? Is it not? What if you just gave yourself a mental break by making a decision to eat really well and fuel your body with respect and not engage in the debate of, well, that looks really good. Should I just have one? What if you just decided that debate is over for the next seven days? I'm not engaging in that kind of talk anymore. And then ultimately, you need to practice the behavior that you want to have. Don't tell yourself that you can't practice moderation, that you are all or nothing. Those things are instructions. And if you argue for them, they will be true every single time. Do not reinforce the very behavior that you want to overcome. If you want to have a moderate controlled relationship with food, you have to practice that repeatedly. And your practice won't be perfect, but the more frequently you practice, the more progress you will make. So that is my two cents on earned indulgences and cheat meals. We have to know if they're working. We have to know if we can be free of negativity and negative emotion with them. We have to make sure we can maintain control. And we just want to make sure that any argument we use to talk ourselves into any choice is a logical and sound argument that we're comfortable with. All right, so let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday. Start in the morning with all the coffee, so much coffee. Not a great night of sleep because of some storms in the area. A, an obscene amount of coffee in the morning. 
on the way to the gym, I had a couple of handful of a uh, couple of handfuls of almonds because they were in the car and I was just snacking on them. And then I was eating while working after my workout, which I try not to do because I tend to eat more. And this is a perfect example of that because I had like six ounces of roasted turkey, which was fine. But then I had a whole bag of baby carrots. So maybe no bueno, a little excessive there. And then dinner, I kept it pretty simple. Um, ground turkey, which is inexpensive and very, very easy with marinara and a half of a raw avocado. So one dish meal, super simple, ready in like five minutes or less. And I happen to think really tasty. So uh, that is all we've got for today. If you have topics you want me to tackle on the show, please do not hesitate to email me and let me know. I want to make sure that I am delivering the content you need to hear to reach your goals. I want to make sure that I am answering your questions and giving you whatever tools would be most valuable to you. So if there's something I can help you with, be sure to let me know and I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you have a wonderful day. See you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.